Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Recorded live. Hey, everybody. This is BrothersComics.com. I'm Big Hutch. This is our Game of Thrones episode. Episode 2, Season 6. Right. The the title of the show was called Home. And we also have we have the female perspective. Female perspective, a.k.a. Kickleball. And we also have Brother Beavis on the line. How's it going, listeners? There we go. So let's get into Home. How did you like it, Brother Beavis? You know, I think this one had, you know, I I'm care most about the Starks, and I'm a big Tyrion fan, and I think this episode had a lot more about the Starks and the North than we've seen, I think, in a while. And I think, uh, you know, they moved some of the other plot lines along as far as the Lannisters, which I'm not really sure where that's going at this point. Uh, you get to see the Greyjoys, which, you know, they're another one of the kind of filler families, um, once after the Red Wedding, a lot of the focus shifts to them and to Dorne, and so they've kind of dispensed with Dorne for the most part. So I guess now we're going to walk through some of the Greyjoy story, which a lot of which hasn't played out in the books. I thought uh, I didn't miss not having a lot of Daenerys, and I did like the Tyrion stuff, so I, I thought it was pretty cool. Again, it's it always surprises me when it's over. It seems like it flies by. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a quick, very quick hour. Yeah, it was a lot of a lot of things going on. Um, this was, uh, in my uh, opinion, the cleaning house episode where it was basically out with the old and in with the new. Because a couple of folks, uh, yeah, found they, the rock. They, yeah, <laughs> real quick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, this is to me. This was kind of the cleaning house episode. But yeah. That's a yeah, that's a good way to put it. Yeah, the it looks like yeah, out with the old, in with the new was the it was a spring cleaning. Uh-huh, and and Balon oh. Greyjoy is one of the few of the really reprehensible characters that at least in the show, he gets it pretty quick. I mean, we didn't have to sit through much of his his there's other people we just can't wait till they're dead. Uh mm-hmm. so yeah, yeah, he got it. I, I mean, yeah, his, his was the one you could see coming. I looks like that that bridge was pretty rickety. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. Is, is that brother uh, member? Was I mean, that's that's not in the books, right? So in the books, uh, his death is disconnected from the return of the rest of the Greyjoys because in the books, if you recall, uh, well, in the show, if you recall, Melisandre makes a blood pact for Stannis that shortly thereafter results in the death of Rob Stark at the Red Wedding and the death of, I can't even remember his name yet, the other, the shitty Lannister kid. He dies at his wedding as well. And and Balon just, he dies sort of under mysterious circumstances uh, by falling off a bridge. And they don't, so maybe, the, maybe there was someone involved, but they don't reveal that. And that happens oh. in... So that happens, I believe, also in book three, maybe even at the beginning of book three. 
Um, and then book four or five is where this king's moot that they referenced, that starts to come up, and they, they have to select who will be the next king of the Iron Islands. Okay. When you said the so, city king Lannister, was that Joffrey? Yeah, Joffrey. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So. So there's there's uh I can never because I I really didn't care too much about him. I think there's two brothers, um, one of which is kind of a lunatic, one is sort of a holy man, um, and then Yara is the, his only remaining daughter. And I think they, I can't remember if they believe Theon is dead or if they just don't give a shit in the book. But. <laughs> oh, interesting. Very interesting. Um, well, that yeah, that episode had just about everything you could put into it. And, I mean, that was, and that was great. That, that went back to, that's back to season two or three for me. So, I mean, that was great. Yeah, it. it it definitely had a lot of uh, things taking place for sure. Right. Um, how did you like Tyrion releasing the dragon? I, I liked it. I mean, they've 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 had to rework a lot of that story because they don't have all the characters, and you know, it was you know the Lannisters have some lineage with Targaryens and the dragon, so it, you know that makes sense to some degree. It was a little bit hokey that he could just walk up and talk to him and start, you know. <laughs> Right, uh, yeah, letters, but... they wouldn't just tear his head off immediately. But yeah, exactly. Yeah, since they pointed out they hadn't been eating, you know, since they've been in captivity. So yeah, that he'd be able to just walk up and you know start petting and talking to him, and yeah, that they wouldn't immediately tear his head off is a little unrealistic. But yeah, and didn't he say like the slavers own pretty much all the stuff again? So. I think right now, so so Daenerys opened the slave pit again. So she, in theory, allowed slave fighting. Um, but she is still, I guess, in power, although she's not there. And I think she did marry the guy who tried to kill her, and he's dead. So it's hard to understand who the actual ruler is, although the Sons of the Harpy, which were the opposition, I mean, they're just, they're basically terrorists, and they're not, you know, they're not in a position of power. So it's kind of... I don't think they've really explained it about what exactly is going on. You know? Yeah, so it is kind of crazy. This, yeah, we don't know who the power people are in that in the area. So we just have to keep uh, finding out. <laughs> Pretty I much. I think that this episode, and I think so far um, this season, and, there was just a lot of there thing really that came to light. Of course, was um, the Ramsey.
he got a, a brother, a brand new baby brother, mm-hmm. and for his uh, he's like, oh well, thanks, dad. And then he gives father then, the ultimate gift of heaven yes, or hell, wherever he's straight going. up ship. <laughs> which is, I mean, that's their dog. Straight up. I did not see that coming. If the producer was on, he was probably referencing. Again, with this character, you really don't put anything past him. Like I said, he's kind of soulless. So, yeah, you know he's ruthless. He's going to pretty much do whatever he has to do regardless of, you know, what it is. He's not not, um, looking at morals or anything at this point. So, yeah. Right. So he kills his father right there in front of people. And then gets the cover story put out there that he was poisoned by his enemies. Yes. But what was even worse was what he did to that that innocent baby. Oh my and the the nurse or whatever yeah, that was caring for the midwife that was right. caring for the baby. That was his mom. Aunt reprehensible. I mean That was Ruth's yeah, wife. That, that dude is soulless. Totally soulless. But yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, there there is no coming back from that. Absolutely. I mean, he's he. Not that I thought he was redeemable at any point to begin with, but yeah, yeah. he he is beyond yeah beyond reprehensible at this point. Right. So I mean, his uh, so yes, his his little brother will not make his first birthday. <sighs> yeah. Unless there's no. The on screen or whatever. No, I'm pretty sure that was the that was the takedown. All right. So another. I was dude, glad that they didn't do uh, a graphic scene well, there. I was glad that. Scene where there's some street dude who's talking gas about watching the queen go walk down the street and all her uh and all her birthday suit and you know he's spreading these things to all the other people listening. That, hey, I might have a chance with the queen. She enjoyed watching me uh, show my wares. Mm-hmm. And then, yes, uh, lo and behold, that dude is taking a. Uh, <laughs> is, uh, he's taking a. Uh, well, he yeah, he ends up taking the it's a celestial dirt nap. <laughs> right when the when the mountain basically puts his head into the stone. Yes. Uh, yeah, the mountain takes care of him very, very easily with the swift, uh, easy action. Just bams his head against some bricks, and that pretty much not uh, takes, takes, about, care, yeah, yeah. takes care of him. Right, so he ain't got to worry about begging him for no food. <laughs> no, pretty much. No. Uh, so, yeah, that was quick. And, yes, yeah, he reports back to him or to uh, the queen or queen and whatever she is. Uh, yeah, Thursday. Right. And then Cersei wants to go to the uh, wedding or to, to the her, funeral. No, the funeral, not the, wedding. The, the funeral. funeral of her daughter. Right. And she is not allowed to do so by her son, who is now the, the king. king. Right. He refuses to allow her to leave, and she's not too keen on that. Right. Um, matter of fact, she's pretty upset uh, by that, but um, she obeys, and uh, she does not attend her daughter's funeral. Um, which later is explained by the king to her, and um, I'm assuming she accepts his explanation um, to some point. But, uh, yeah, she was not happy by, about that whatsoever. Yeah, yeah, so that was nothing nice. 
And I thought there was going to be a fight there, and it was, what, 12 of them versus one mountain? <laughs> I think the mountain was about to win. Yeah, and you saw at the end of that, the, the one dude was like, Woo, I'm glad we didn't have to do that. <laughs> I lose my cookie job. Exactly. <laughs> so I think he was quite happy he didn't have to fight the mountain at that particular occasion. Right. And then there was also the scene where the king and his father slash king's guard, uh, Jamie Lannister, are are watching over the body of the princess's sister. Right. She's dead and whatever. She's she's not going nowhere anytime soon. So they're discussing, you know, the the king feels weak because he's not letting his his mother, the queen, come see come to the funeral. Basically, because he's being punked out by the priest. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. The the priest walks in there and and you know basically is talking smack to Jamie. Right. <laughs> and Jamie was like, "Well, you know, I'm not really having this." And then he didn't realize the priest brought his boys with him. So yeah, <laughs> so he was going to do some fighting at that point. But yeah, I mean, I that was why, interesting. Yeah, why didn't Jamie take him out? I don't know. I, I, you know, would have been worth it. I, I, I'm, I'm done with the priest. The priest has played his role, as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. Not, if he disappears, I so what? What do you think his end game is? The priest's end game. What is he trying to accomplish from all of this? What happens with all holy men is that they're so holy that, the, but they got their own foibles. Mm-hmm. And, we're, we're and they're have, trying to cover them up. Right. And they're going yeah, right. some tells me there there's some hidden stuff with him, too, right. so, which will probably come to light, you right. know. And then it will be exposed, and then he will be exposed to being a, a, yeah. a, a charlatan or whatever. Pretty much. And a snake salesman, whatever, snake oil salesman, whatever. And then, yes, he will find the mountain, or the mountain will find him, mm-hmm. and he will, will get to his heaven quicker than he thought. Mm-hmm. So that's a that's a storyline playing out, and then you also then they also showed, um, Sansa and that group. Right, they're, they're talking the, to Theon. Theon, and... right? They're in the they're trying to get to um, the Night Watch. Right. To find they think Jon Snow. Was yeah, famous. they say yeah they they don't know what's happened to Jon Snow at this point. Right. So they they're trying to. Um, Seek protection from Jon Snow. Free from John Ramsey. Uh, yeah, from Ramsey, from Ramsey through Jon Snow. Yeah. Right, right. So that's the story that's going on, and Theon doesn't. Theon knows if he if John sees him, that he's probably gonna get massacred, and he's probably mm-hmm. right because a lot of the bad shit that happened went through him. Mm-hmm. That's true. Right. So I think he knows that this his his fate is not at the um at the gate or at the wall. Right. So he's trying to avoid that at this point. Right, right, right. So he basically says that it's probably best that they depart or that he departs and she goes, you know, her separate way and he wants to rejoin his family. Right. Which, as we mentioned, his family is going through their own turmoil at this point. So, yeah, he's going to. He's going to be in for a rude awakening as well, but yeah. <laughs> and then we also have, and speaking of the, of the Night Watch and all that, there's still the coup still going on, and uh, the people who traded on Jon Snow, who killed him basically, are going in against the people who still are with Jon Snow, 
which is strange because you've been dead for a while. <laughs> Most yeah. people know once you get up in the this world, you ain't coming back. <laughs> Pretty much. Right. But they had his body lingering for what I have to think is probably a couple of days a or so. Days, yeah. Right. So there, I mean, they must have some heck of a plan to bring this mofo back. Exactly. So, but they're but they're outnumbered in this room. But they say they're gonna go. They're gonna fight to the end, mm-hmm. and they were about to get massacred. Pretty much. And then, lo and behold, there's a knock at the door. It's a ten, eleven, twelve foot giant. Pretty much. From the, the wildlings. The giant the, comes to save the day. Right. The wildlings come in, led by Jon Snow's friend, which is I just wrote it down, Edison Tollett. That was his the name of that night watch dude. Anderson Tollett. Okay. Anderson Tollett. He got the the wildlings to work, and they're gonna. So they basically stop the the traitors and put them all in jail. Which mm-hmm. you in in this world you don't put nobody in jail. <laughs> you knock them off. <laughs> yeah, that's because, probably your best bet. Right. Right. Jail is too good for most of the people, and they they get out. They're gonna to try to kill you. Yeah, pretty much. Right. So basically, from that scene, then they're all they they survive. The all John's friends survive, and and the wolf. Mm-hmm. So they're you know then old boy requests the help of the red witch. The red, yeah, the red and, woman. And this is what we discussed in our last our last podcast. Um, that she would probably have some part in bringing him back to life, right. and that's pretty much what was indicated in this episode. Right. Um, she played a huge part in bringing him back. Right. So they ask her. She's got she her faith is shaken, but she's going to play her role. And yeah, she's not quite sure what she can do or how she should go about doing it. But she, you know, does her little ritual and so forth, and and at first it looks like it doesn't have any any you know um, effect. effect, and you don't see any movement or anything. So I think everybody that was there pretty much was like, okay, this didn't work. Right. So we're kind of done with this, and including her, she she kind of thinks that her her, her, her magic, yeah, whatever. her faith is. It shattered, and she no longer has any magic, and it didn't take any effect. And then, just as you thought it didn't work, um, the his wolf, you know, springs to life, and then you see him take a breath. Right. And he, there you go. He, he has risen. Back. He has risen. So, yeah, <laughs> he did well, he's kind of, anybody that's, First off, you bra- if you're dragging a body and put it on the table and, <laughs> and hanging and, on to it right, for a see, couple of days, right? You see the bleed, and yeah, two plus two does equal four. Mm-hmm. So yes, Jon Snow has risen, mm-hmm. or or it looked that way. I'm pretty sure it looked that way. Yeah, it, I mean that was a good indication. All um, right. Yeah, it looks like he he is uh, has been brought back to life. Okay, we did forget a couple things. We forgot about the start of the show, uh, series today. With Bran. With Bran, yeah. Uh, yeah. He was the, the kid who got crippled. And who was the character played by Max Von Cito? Um, the, the, the 
basically the living embodiment of the three eye raven. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, let's find an old dude to play the seer wizard dude. And yeah. Voila, here he is. So he took um he took Brand back to um they did a flashback of when his father was a kid right. and yeah, and it showed how his father you know, learn to fight and stuff like that, and he had a, an opportunity to see all that. Um, yeah, and and that kind of parlayed into that kind of that parlayed into he he started he was happy to see his father, and he wanted to you know he wanted to stay there and watch his father right get mature and become stronger, and the uh, and. What is that, Max Von? What Max Von Cito. Yeah, that dude's like, no, you can't stay here that long and watch these things. Right. But, you know, because he basically said if you stay there too long, it's like if you stay at the bottom of the ocean too long, you're drowned. Right. So, yeah, you, you have to go back to reality. Right. So that was that storyline. And we also forgot about the uh, Michael Hutchins. And oh, yeah, the shapeshifter. The shapeshifter. Right. The, the, the no face. No. And uh, Aria. Aria, right. Yeah. She's yeah. getting her butt whipped because she's blind. <laughs> it doesn't seem like she's going to have to suffer too long. Uh-huh. And, but this time, Michael Hutchins comes out of the thing. It's like, all right, if you... Uh, I can give you back your sight if you say it's your your real name. Right. And Arya is like, no, I am, I am no I one. am no, no one, yeah. Um, and he basically, you know, presents her with a couple of questions, and it gives her an out, and she would just, you know, say her name and so forth. Uh, she still says basically that she is no one. And then at the end of that sequence, he's like, okay, I think I'm ready to work with you. So... Henceforth, that's that's kind of where you know that leads. Mm-hmm. I guess he's going to uh, invest in training her more, and and uh, yeah, we'll see where that goes. Right. So well, that's going to be an interesting thing. So that's you know um, that's a whole lot of the, the series. I mean, it was it it was it flowed by really quick. It did it go really fast. quick. Kind of show some uh, some hot or some previews of next week's show. There was some type of fight scene that's going to go down, but I don't know who was fighting. Mm, okay. Right. So I, I think it was. It's probably going to be the Lannisters and the and the Martells. Uh huh. No, I think that's that's in the that's past. But I mean, there's because everybody got flipped or knocked off or this and that. You got factions. Right, uh, it's a lot of yeah, a lot of stuff is, has been left up in the air. Um, like you said, uh, a couple of major people got knocked off in this episode, so now you have to see what the what what's going to happen after that, and what their recourse is going to be. Um, so yeah, it it should be interesting. Um, yeah, uh, <laughs> I, I um. I don't know. Oh, and another thing about Bran, I remember when he kept mentioning Holdar, because he, yeah, in the in the in the flashback, he saw Holdar, who was his like side 
side dude or whatever, his companion, he saw him when he was younger and could actually speak and say something other than Hodar. Because at this point, that's pretty much all he's capable of, of saying, you know, so. But, yeah, he in that flashback, he was able to see Hodar when he was younger and could actually speak and communicate. And he was actually, he was a stable boy who was trying to learn to fight. Right. And his mother would not allow him to do that because basically she said he's just a stable that's boy. Cast, right. Yeah. That's that's your, your you know, lot, lot in life. So you need to stick with that. Right. So, yeah, but at at one point, Holdar was trying to learn to fight. Right. So now, you know, he's relegated to basically just saying Holdar. Yeah. <laughs> but at least he knew how to speak before. Yeah, he did know how to speak and communicate uh, at one point in his life. So, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure what happened from that point on, but, mm. yeah, should be interesting. Right. So, I think what I look forward to now is, you know, with Bruce well, Bolton dead, I think there Ramsey. Be some other conversation here. We, uh, I think one of our yeah, we lost one of our our members. Right. <laughs> yeah, he he that person is uh, like kind of like the bookend of the group. <laughs> he he provides some of the history um, from the book that uh, that you know that's not um, you know presented in the. In the, series. in the series, so right. yeah, sometimes that comes. That's helpful. Right. I did one thing. I did kind of uh, find while I was looking through the uh, internet. I did locate a drinking game based off of Game of Thrones. Uh huh. And I was going through it, and I don't know if anybody else got to do anything with it. But if he did, you're going to probably be calling drunk. (laughs) Yeah, because you're supposed to drink every time someone gets killed. And then drink every time someone, what what were the other things that were indicated? If you see a sword, 20 drinks. Oh, my goodness. 20 (laughs) drinks? Yeah, so the first couple of seeds, they were swords of plenty. Yikes. Right. (laughs) And this is for season four, so we have to modify it for season six. Let's see here. You can need several the cheapest beer and wine, <laughs> you're going to need lots of it. I, uh, yeah. I suggest two-buck trucks on the wine tip. Mm-hmm. And as far as beer, well, it's on a Sunday. If you have a, uh, quote-unquote, nine-to-five job, mm-hmm. drink a quality beer. <laughs> yeah. All right. That, that makes sense. Right. One of the things is every time you see a White Walker, take three sips. So we would have avoided that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they weren't in this episode. Right. It says, take a shot every time someone dies. Now, yeah, it was a couple of people that got knocked off. In this, well, yeah. How many people do you think got knocked off in this episode? About seven. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you got to count the... the the um the two, baby the baby, uh two kings the two kings uh, two lords yeah um the midwife the midwife um uh one of the two two of the of the night watch got knocked off oh yeah yeah, yeah the one by the giant got right uh huh oh uh, let's see here who else got knocked off 
But basically, he said the next time I I tell you I'm gonna do something this stupid, uh, yeah, you better just punch me. <laughs> so yeah, he's got a punch. Pretty much. So yeah, that was that was either brave, stupid, or a combination of both. But he survived it, and we'll see how that works out because he basically released both dragons from captivity. Um, because as he indicated earlier in the episode that neither one of them were eating and they really weren't serving much of a purpose by being, you know, locked up. So, and yeah, they they needed them to basically do something other than just be locked up. Right. So they did that. And uh, some other uh, things that you could be doing. So let's see here. Anytime Tyrion's height is referred to, drop down on your knees. Hmm. Um. Did they really reference no, his height no, too much? No, they really didn't. I don't think they did. Uh-uh. Yeah. So um, you might have been safe on that one. Right. The next one was every time someone says winter is coming, cuddle the person next to you to keep them warm. Last person cuddling does a shot. Ah, uh, did they say anything about winter is coming? No. Yeah, I don't. I don't think they did. So you might have been safe on that one too. Right. Another is each time Jon Snow is called a bastard, all say "oh" and stroke the person. <laughs> <next to him. laughs> so, interesting. Right. Um, yeah, I don't think he was referred to as a bastard since, since most people thought he was dead to begin with. So. <laughs> So yeah, I think you you'd be safe on that one as well. So yeah, that's a that's a good question. So why didn't anybody send the raven out to all the other places to say that the Lord Commander took the the deep sea, the, the dirt nap, yeah, the dirt nap? <laughs> because I think they were holding out hope that maybe the Red Witch would be able to do something, bring him back. What bad guys? The 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 people who did the. Yeah, that that's true. Um, I'm not sure why they did. Right. But I I think you know the the other guys were were trying to. I think they held out hope that some something could be done to bring him back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that was the biggest obvious that you know they're gonna bring him back, whatever. Yeah, I mean, cause you know you have a dead body just hanging around and. Right. Uh yeah, I mean after a while you're kind of like okay what, what <laughs> we need to do something. <laughs> yeah, usually the bad guys don't want to sit there. Right. That's true. They get fire quick. That's true. Right. So that is true. And they kill that wolf too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I mean this. I, I mean as a story. I mean as the as the character goes. Of course I'm happy that he's back. I think. Mm-hmm. I don't know what he's going to do going Well, on. that's your character, so you should be happy, and that's the character you said you like. I do like his character. Right. But now, I mean, that was probably the best, or the, the best storyline out of season five was his death, kind of. That was the biggest, kind of the biggest shock. But you kind of knew that right. he was going to be brought back. I mean, I think they kind of set it up for, right. for that to happen. So right. it's not like it's a huge surprise. Right. And I wasn't too confused. I mean, right? It's it was there. It was it was, it was 
low-hanging fruit, as they call it. Right, right. So, so episode three is coming, and that's going to be very interesting. Like, so everybody, every I mean, everything has been turned topsy-turvy again. So, you know, do you have any expectations for episode three? Um, I guess we'll see where the resurrection of Jon Snow goes. I mean, how that's going to play out. Um, and Ramsey, uh, the soulless uh, bastard that he is. Right. Yeah, he's he's no joke. So yeah, and him coming into power is not going to be nice no. by no means. Sure. Especially after he's just knocked off a baby. I mean, and his yeah, and his father. You don't come back from that. Oh my goodness, that's awful. So. There's there will definitely be war in the north. Um, so that should be interesting. Basically, everybody's fighting. Everybody's yeah. fighting. There, I mean, and some people are fighting just to be alive. Now, do you remember the hound? Yes, I do. Do you think the hound's coming back? There's a chance he might, but didn't he? They kind of didn't he get killed? Or they kind of made it look like he got killed. Made it look like Right. But, I mean, they really didn't delve, uh, you know, any further into his storyline, so you really don't know if he was actually killed or not. Right. So, I mean, he could still be lingering out there. Right. He still could be. A lot of people have been talking on the Internet that he, he will be back. He might be. I mean, I could see him making an appearance, sure. Mm-hmm. What story? What storyline are you tired of, or would you like to see it be snipped going forward? Or um, probably Arya and you know the no name storyline because I'm not sure how that plays into everything else. So I'd like to see you know at least see it have more substance because right now it's just kind of up in the air. You know, you have this shapeshifter that's supposed to be, I guess, training her, but what is he training her to do? So we, we really don't know where this is supposed to go. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, if they could, like, speed that up a little bit, that might help. Right. <laughs> well, they, I mean, she's a fan favorite, or seemingly a fan favorite, so she seems to get storylines every week. And I guess she's gonna be the super warrior princess by the time she gets all the <laughs> Super warrior princess. That's my guess. Oh, uh, let's see here. I, I like I stated earlier, the holy man. That that storyline can disappear. Oh yeah, you you said you're tired of that one too. Yes, um, the holy man. It's time for him to be exposed as a probably some type of perv. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So, what storyline would you like to see them focus a little more on? Um, I think that's where they're heading. But they're gonna this the John the John Snow stuff is gonna be interesting. Well, but now they uh, we know some of the previews like they're gonna treat him like he is risen. They're gonna play the I'll say oh I'll say Jesus. <laughs> uh, they're, they're gonna treat like Jesus, and you know that can only go only go one or two ways. 
risen. He's a zombie. Kill him. <laughs> oh, he's risen. He's a, he's a god. Praise yeah. him. So, or whatever. Yeah, so do you think it's going to be the latter more so than the former? Right. Well, right. So, that's going to be... So now that he's back, and so, you know, kill him twice. <laughs> Are you... Well, you don't know. I mean... It depends on what he does now that he's back. All right. So, uh, yeah, so that story's going to be expanded. Um, My second favorite story, I mean, yeah, Tyrion is the, well, how he's going to, how will he control Maureen and get all that back together going to be interesting. Yeah. If they get it back together. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling they will somehow, some way. Um, the Khaleesi story, going back to the, Going back to the, the nomads and... Right, kind of where she started. Right, going back where she started, going to some, like somebody said, the golden gold, golden girl's home. For all the, <laughs> all the Every widows. Comic. All <laughs> the, the golden widows. Girl's and, home. Right, all the cons. Uh-huh. I'm like, hey, that's going to be... That's going to be... I don't know what they're going to be doing, playing Mahjong. <laughs> yeah. That should be interesting. Right. <laughs> um, I'm not sure if the assassins got Brother Beavis. I hope he's still. <laughs> yeah, okay. we we're still um we're still waiting for him to perhaps make an appearance or yeah. to be able to um to join the conversation again. Um, but yeah, it does look like we lost our third member, Brother Beavis. Um. Yeah, uh, we're yeah. due to technical difficulties. Stay away from the light. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, and, and we're I guess we've covered some of the I guess most of the major things that happened. Can you think of anything else that we might want to uh, point out? Well, I mean, two episodes in, this is by far the best episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the first episode on IMDb got like an 8.6 or something. Mm-hmm. This one right now running at a 9.9. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, yeah 9.9? Wow. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, everybody was waiting for that to happen. So, uh, yeah, I guess that, that would rank it a bit higher. I'm sure I mean, half of the, the viewing audience is probably dames mm-hmm. under the, the right age for and seeing a half-naked white dude, <laughs> I'm sure they're happy about that. Uh-huh. Of course, that did nothing for you. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's happy for, um, I'm happy. It'll be the talk of the of the water cooler for those who watch. Yeah, I agree. I yeah. agree. I think most people who were waiting for Jon Snow to be resurrected resurrected will be quite happy. With this episode. Yeah. So, I think that's all we can talk about. I can't think of nothing else. Yeah, I'm sorry that Brother Beavis is not able to uh, join us for the rest of the uh, the discussion. Well, he's here in spirit. That is correct. Yeah. So, as we wrap up the um, this uh, review of episode two, is there anything you would like to conclude with the uh, Big Hutch? Um, I have nothing else. Uh, you know, I just, I'm happy. I'll go to bed a little happier. 
and uh, we'll see how this works out. And I must add that I am glad that the Red Witch kept her choker on this episode. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, oh, definitely. <laughs> and with that being said, we will conclude this episode review of um, Episode 2, Game of Thrones, Season 6. So say good night, uh, Big Hutch, to our viewing audience, or listening audience, rather. Right. If you're seeing Yeah, that, yeah, that, that would be our listening audience. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's kind of late, so you have to excuse us. Right. But, yes, Jon Snow has risen, and go Stark. Okay, and adios from the female perspective. And we'll catch you next week after episode three. Peace out. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.